For more than 65 years, Marin Health Medical Center, formerly Marin General Hospital, has been meeting our community's health care needs, and we are proud to present the Healing Podcast. Here's Bill Klaproth. There are tools to help hospitals prevent avoidable complications of care, and this is a central mission in all health care settings at Marin General Hospital. And here to talk about safety and reliability tools is Ryan Rodriguez, Safety Manager at Marin General Hospital. Ryan, thank you so much for your time. So you have a list of five safety and reliability tools for everyone. Let's quickly go through these five. Number one is we practice clear communications. Tell us what that is. That's right, Bill, and thank you so much for having me on today. I uh, really appreciate that. Sure, so high reliability organizations are organizations that operate in complex and high hazard domains for extended periods of time without serious accidents or catastrophic failures. Examples of those would be the nuclear industry or aviation uh, and aircraft carriers, for instance, that is a good example. And so what healthcare organizations have done is to borrow some of these best practices and tools from these other uh, industries uh, that operate in complex and dynamic high hazard environments like like hospitals and so uh, practicing clear communications is one such tool. Um, we practice clear communications so that we ensure that our communication is clear and succinct and easily relatable and so there are a number of what we call error prevention tools uh, with that behavior and it's really a you know communication is part of culture. The way we use language is very important Part of that is also listening and attuning to our patients and families. Uh, we need to be humble enough to really listen to what our families and our patients are saying. And so I think that really establishes the foundation for being able to clearly communicate with our patients and our families and each other. So this is a, a lot about teamwork. So we use three-way repeat and readbacks, much like an air traffic controller and, a, and an airliner would do. So if an airline pilot wanted to, to send you know, altitude to 10,000 feet, the air traffic controller would say, copy, you're clear to descend 10,000 feet. And then the pilot would then close the loop and say, Roger. You know, that's an example. We also have clarifying questions. If there's any uh, question or concern, you could say, I have a clarifying question. We also use phonetic and numeric clarification. So 15 and 50 might sound alike. So we use 15 or 50 are very simple things like we use when we're on the phone with our credit card companies. That's M as in Mike, for instance, or F as in Foxtrot, using the phonetic you know, NATO alphabet that military and EMS agencies use. And then we have something called uh, SBAR, which is Situation Background Assessment and Recommendation or Request. It's a really easy way to format information in a succinct way. Well, when you explain it like that, it makes total sense. All right, let's move on to number two. We speak up for safety. So speaking up for safety involves two things, and one is to stop and resolve any issues. So if we're unclear about anything, the most important message that we tell our, our staff is to stop in the face of uncertainty. Stop, take a breath, inhale, exhale, stop and pause, think about what you're doing, review what you're doing, and then reassess your actions. So what we say is it, it's okay not to know which is hard in healthcare because we're expected to be the experts. But uh, what we also say is it's not okay not to find out. So we actually need to be able to get second opinions and lean on each other to get the right information when in doubt. So we also can use a safety phrase like, I have a concern. And uh, that is to help us make a request for information or to get 
emphasis on something that might be an issue. And so we can also use our chain of command to report any safety issues. So the idea is that we feel free and empowered to speak up for safety, and that can be particularly challenging when you have something called authority gradient, you know, from a nurse to a doctor or maybe an EVS housekeeper to a nurse or myself to the CEO. You know, how we are empowered to speak up for safety is really important, and that's part of the culture change throughout healthcare. So important to speak up, especially when you need to clarify. So let's move to number three. We speak without judgment as equal members of the team. Yeah, Bill. So that gets to the point I just made, which is that we feel free to speak freely amongst each other as a team. Healthcare now is a team sport, and also medical error is now the third leading cause of death in the United States, which is uh, astounding. So having this ability to be able to communicate concerns concisely and clearly and as a team working together to look at the system issues that impact being able to to give and receive safe care is really paramount in this day and age with almost 400,000 people in the U.S. dying every year from uh, preventable medical errors. So speaking without judgment as equal members of a team means that we are a team and we need to be able to speak up and work together and hold each other accountable and encourage the behaviors we want to see, like teamwork and clear communications with each other. So one of the tools we have is something called peer checking and peer coaching using five-to-one feedback. Five-to-one feedback is this golden ratio of uh, encouraging behaviors uh, that you want to see five times as often as you're correcting. So this works with actually your relationships in your personal life, and it's also been proven to work in the classroom. So there's a lot of evidence behind this five-to-one feedback ratio. And number four, we pay attention to detail by self-checking. Yeah, so paying attention to detail by self-checking is about mindfulness. It really is one of the hallmarks of a high-reliability organization. The condition of persistent mindfulness and intentionality that we give to each task that we do. So we have a tool for that, which is called STAR. It stands for Stop, Think, Act, and Review. And we have a... uh, a fun teaching tool that we use for STAR, and that is that we fondly refer to our vending machines as our STAR simulators. So if you think about what you need to do to to get something from the vending machine, it really mimics what we would do in our everyday tasks, right? You need to get the money, you need to find out what it is that you want from the vending machine, get the correct change, look to see what number and what row that item is in the vending machine, and maybe triple check that, and then you push the button and you watch your item fall down and you collect your item. So that was very much like stop, think, act, and review. So it's really about mindfulness with, with your task. Using that has been shown to have a great impact on, on safety and reliability. Absolutely. Stop, think, act, review. I think we can all use that in our lives. And number five, finally, Absolutely. Ryan, we support, it's true. And number five, we support and promote a questioning attitude. Tell us about that. Supporting and promoting a questioning attitude is not taking things at face value. You know, we talk about our intuition, our internal smoke detectors, and really paying attention to our experience, our gut feelings, and if something isn't really sitting right with us, to really go the extra steps to make us feel comfortable about proceeding when we're working with patients, or it could be lab results, or it could be any number of things. Um... And across, and this this just isn't clinical, this is across uh, the enterprise. You can be in finance or HR 
or IT, environmental services, or you could be at the bedside with the patient. But being able to, you know, uh, qualify what's the source of the information and then validating that information and uh, does it fit with what you know to be true and then verifying and you can look at policies or procedures or get second opinions or other means to verify if that information that you have is accurate. So again, it's really about double checking to make sure everything is correct before proceeding. And Ryan, lastly, if you could wrap it up for us, I just want to ask you about disaster preparedness and if you can share with us information about drills that you've managed. Natural disasters aren't going away and they're becoming more severe uh, due to climate change. So I think the more we recognize the impact that climate change is having on our on our environment, uh, the better off we're going to be because we do have to be prepared. So hospitals take an all-hazards approach to emergency preparedness. We have to be prepared for the natural disasters and for, unfortunately, things like mass shootings that we're seeing in, in the schools. And anything that can happen, like an earthquake or something that happens in, inside our facility, like a utility failure, uh, one of the more recent drills that we've done has been to address mass casualty incidents. So that means responding to an incident with uh, mass casualties and being able to triage and set up to receive up to 50, that's five zero patients in less than 15, one five minutes. And that takes a lot of organization and planning to be able to do that, to do it right. And so uh, like we're on our way to being able to do that very efficiently. Ryan, this has been and very interesting. that really interesting. has to do with high reliability as well, high reliable processes. Well, Ryan, this has been very interesting. Thank you so much for your time today. I've loved learning about this. For more information, please visit maringeneral.org. That's maringeneral.org. This is The Healing Podcast brought to you by Marin General Hospital. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to The Healing Podcast brought to you by Marin Health Medical Center, formerly Marin General Hospital. And for more information, go to mymarinhealth.org. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and be sure to check out our full podcast library for topics of interest to you. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.